0: Afternoon, 25-8 sports family. I'm your host, Tommy Fink, and alongside me today, as always, for episode 62 on this fine Wednesday is Jet Rosenstein. Um, Jet asked me to mention, you know, before I pass it over to him, that we have been on a brief hiatus. Yeah, I don't know, you know, I'd, I'd say this is probably, if we, if we did a scavenger hunt and we had Ken, you know, check every single episode that said the words brief hiatus in consequential order or yeah and you know sequential have, order Sequential. That's, order. that's that's what i'm looking for it's <laughs> sequential order we may be looking at about you know 21 to 22 out of 62 um so about a third of this podcast but the guy that corrected me is jet jet how you doing today 25 8 nation we're back
1: good to be back <laughs> i know it's another another hiatus unfortunately but holiday it's the holiday season you know right. we're trying to spread our holiday cheer with our right. friends and our family and you know couldn't fit in one of these episodes but have no fear we are back and we are ready to go as we hit the stretch run of the this nfl season and we're gonna have a lot of a lot of stuff to update you on as well
0: a lot of stuff to update you on as well you know i couldn't have said it any better jet uh you know it's good to be back out here with my best blood how you doing man hey your best any, blood anything- is doing well Anything interesting going on in your life? Um. Yeah, I'm getting married. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Just kidding. We're gonna fact check that one. Uh, Maybe Hillary Clinton can fact check it for us on her website. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll see something not lining up with what Jet just said. Absolutely, man. Uh, not much today, but we do have our power rankings, and we do have our Thursday night football picks, props, and all the jazz. So let's start with the power rankings, Joe. Yeah, Oof. consensus power rankings. Oof. I'll, I'll, first, I'll first.
1: I'll first. I'll first go over uh <laughs> 32 to 11. This is these are our consensus, like Tommy um pointed out. But no, I love the way these power rankings turned out. Um, I know usually Tommy and I have some differences between our rankings, but the differences are few and far in between, and the ones that are different are not that far far apart. And we'll get into all of that right now. But number 32 is the Houston Texans. Number 31 is the Denver Broncos. Number 30 is the Carolina Panthers. Number 29 is the New Orleans Saints. Number 28 is the Chicago Bears. Number 27 is the Los Angeles Rams. Number 26 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number 25 is the Arizona Cardinals. Number 24 is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number 23 is the Indianapolis Colts. Number 22 is the Green Bay Packers. Number 21 is the Las Vegas Raiders. Number 20 is the Detroit Lions. Number 19 is the Atlanta Falcons. Number 18 is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number 17 is the Cleveland Browns. Number 16 is the Washington Commanders. Number 15 is the New England Patriots. Number 14 is the New York Giants. Number 13 is the Los Angeles Chargers. Number 12 is the Seattle Seahawks. And number 11 is the New York Jets. Anything uh, 32 through 11 stand out to you?
0: Yeah, you got a couple of teams that you continue to put lower than they should be. One, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Two, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And there was one more that I, I was a little bit upset with where you had them. Um... Oh, and the Browns. I don't think the four and eight Browns with Deshaun. Uh, no, what? They're four and seven, right? Yeah, I believe they are four. Four and, and seven. seven. Four and seven Browns with Deshaun Watson coming back. Uh, I think it's a little hard to have them outside of the top half of the National Football League, especially with how low the talent has been this year. But you, I don't have. You act like long. I have
1: them ten spots away. From no, that. I where's have you, them through, you have them? Three spots them. lower than
0: you. You had them at eighteen, though. Yeah. There's a difference between 15 and 18. You know, if it was like seven and 10, that's one thing. But 15 to 18, No, but you're
1: you're ranking. You're they're a decent this list. team, or
0: they're shit. You're this making team. this
1: list with the assumption that Deshaun Watson's just going to be Deshaun
0: Watson right out of the no, game. They it, don't know that. It, so. It's not an assumption. He told me he'd be straight. Yeah, he gave you that massage too, huh? No, I gave him one. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like every time we have a discussion about you having the Steelers below some teams like the Jaguars and Rams and stuff, but it's fine. You know, I have, the good. Steelers,
1: I have the Steelers ahead of the Rams and the
0: Jaguars. Where do you have the Steelers? I have the Steelers at 24. Uh, so then how are they so low in the consensus? You add them at
1: 25, I add them at 24. That's pretty simple. <laughs> pretty simple math. Not really. What was the consensus? It's an average of 24 and a half, and since there's teams that are tied to 24 and a half, they got 26 because the tiebreaker Whoa. is whichever team had the highest ranking.
0: Sounds like some it, – it, honestly, it's very interesting, and it's, it's sad to see because uh, a fan of the team that dismissed Brian Flores goes ahead and puts the tiebreaker of Mike Tomlin in very last. It's kind of disgusting. <laughs> no. um, I'm disgusted to hear it. But no, 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 no let, like let's you mentioned, a them. lot of those teams, a lot of those teams, we yeah, have the same area. So let's go ahead and get to the top 10. What, uh,
1: what, one other thing I wanted to point out, um, the in in that 32 through 11 range, the team that we do have and are in the most disagreement on is the New York Giants. I have them at number 17, and Tommy, you have Whoa. them at number
0: 12. 17?
1: Yeah. I, I, lately they just have not looked at like the same team that we saw earlier in the season. And a lot of it has to do with injuries. Their offensive line is dealing with a lot of injuries, which is affecting the run game with Saquon Barkley, who it's possible that this workload is catching up to him and it's possible that he may not be relevant in fantasy down the stretch, but for this, for this New York Giants team as a whole, um, they were already exceeding expectations. I think they're falling a little bit back to, not really where we have them. They're still exceeding expectations, but they're falling back down to earth a little bit. They're still a talented team, especially on that defensive side of the ball. but there are several other teams that I trust a little bit more. That's why I was that's why I decided to bump them down the list,
0: yeah, um, so I want to first respond to the fantasy th- comment. That's funny. We actually have completely different you know viewpoints on this. For me, I would say, you know, trade deadlines this week, go out and get him wherever you can, whenever you can, however you can. Um, potential collusion, you know, anything you have to do to get this guy on your roster and win yourself a league. That's what you got to do. Um, and then for, you know, just where they are in your rankings, you know, they're failing expectations, which I don't disagree with. Um, but we look at some of their recent losses, right? They started off hot. Um, they beat the Titans. That's a great win. Panthers kind of expected that to happen. They lose to the Cowboys. They beat the bears who were supposed to stink. Then they beat the Packers. We thought they were for real. They beat the Ravens. We thought, okay, this team might actually be good. They beat the Jags. They lose to the Seahawks, who are a good team. They beat the Texans. Terrible team. This is the only loss that they have to me that is upsetting, and that was the 31-18 loss to the Lions. Uh, But every team is excused a a, a bad loss like that. They then lost to the Cowboys by one score on Thanksgiving – I think this is a big game for them. The commanders have been hot. Mm-hmm. If they lose this game, they'll be in last place in the division. If they win this game, uh, they'll hold third place. And, you know, saying saying something like that doesn't sound impressive, uh, but their record would be, I think, eight and four. So, you know, eight and four, the, you, there's nothing to scoff at. And that's not a 17th place team, in my opinion. That's why I had them so high.
1: Well, I mean, I'm just looking at the teams I, I have in front of them and I, I like them a little bit more. And and one of those teams you just talked about, I think the Commanders are playing better football right now than the New York Giants. I have the Commanders at 15. Um, I have the Chargers at 14. I have the Patriots at 13. I have the Bucs at 16, which I forgot. That's to mention. high for
0: the Patriots.
1: Patriots are a good team, Tommy. They they are Stop. they are they are a very and you know you know they are. They, they they hung with the Vikings on Thanksgiving and, and Vikings with, a, with all the concerns that we had with the Patriots offense, they were able to score points against a, a pretty good Vikings team and their defense is always gonna be good and, and that's not a problem. They're right, they're right in the thick of things for the playoff race. So there's no reason why
0: that team should be any lower. Maybe if they were to get into the zappy hour, I believe you. But back to the Giants, last thing I want to say. They're seven and four right now. Their remaining schedule is so horrendous that I could actually see them going seven and ten. They go Commanders, Eagles, Commanders, Vikings, Eagles, and you know, in between Vikings and Eagles, a very tough opponent in the Indianapolis Colts. So no, but seriously, that there's potential to maybe close out the year one and five or zero and six even. Yeah, no, Uh, absolutely, It, it could cost them a playoff spot. Well. It would definitely cost them the playoff spot if they go zero and six. But well, yeah,
1: well, no. No, I mean, the
0: in the NFC, you don't know. The
1: NFC is the you NFC...
0: know we, we have all these jokes, but it... the it's records true. are just as good as the AFC was as the AFC is. I know, but it's it's still like
1: the the Commanders could end up losing. I mean, I know that they they play the Giants, but like. It's a joke. I know. Those are, team, those are two I know a seven games. and ten team isn't going to make the playoffs, but it's a, whatever. Let's the, the go. Giants, let's get...
0: The Giants having two, uh, four division games plus the Vikings out of the last six—that's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. Let's get to
1: one through ten, shall we? Let's do it, man. And we're going to do some jumbling once we get to the top because we got a lot of <laughs> a lot of agreements at the top of these power rankings. But let's start at number ten. We well, let's not team.
0: jumble. Let's not jumble more than three at a time. Please. No, of
1: course. I think right, we're, the goal you. here is to jumble four. We're gonna take it a step, step up a little bit. But number ten, we have the Tennessee uh. Titans. Number nine. Oh yeah, go ahead. Let's talk about the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot no, I that... did
0: this after this hiatus. So. Yeah, I know. I mean.
1: Yeah, but by the way, also
0: you have them at ten. I have them at nine. Okay. It's it... It's such a weird situation talking about these teams after I was preaching how bad a lot of them were going to be. Just looking inside my top 10, I see, I see one team, I see two teams that I said weren't even going to go 500. uh, And one of those teams I have at three, but before we get there, the Titans are the other one. I thought the Titans would go eight and nine this year. And you know, in hindsight, I'm not – I don't really hate my take. I still think it's a valid take. I just thought other teams were going to be better. I thought the NFL this year was going to be a better display of talent all around um, rather than just – like the Titans kind of stayed the same and the rest of the NFL got worse. It's that analogy we used maybe six episodes back. You know, it just looks like they're, they're, they're a good team when I don't know if you maybe put this Titans team in last year's NFL or 2020 NFL – I don't know if it would have uh whatever its record is. I don't think it would go five hundred, but no, they're they're playing good football. The defense is good. Mike Rabel's a great coach. Yeah. It's a good combination to win games.
1: That, that's the biggest thing. and I think we're seeing a, a lot around the league how important good coaching is because you look yeah. at teams like the Broncos and Raiders who have extremely talented, well, we, we thought extremely talented teams, but then they get destroyed by bad coaching. Then you got teams like the Titans, the Dolphins, where coaching just is turning <laughs> things around. Uh, but I, I had the Titans Whoa. going 9-8, and eight, so a, a game better than you originally. Obviously they, they exceeded my expectations too, and um, defensively, I know we, we talked about that big injury in the beginning of the year with Harold Landry was going to cause massive, hasn't meant shit. yeah, massive ramifications. It hasn't meant anything. As yeah. they don't have any stars on the defense, just collectively, as a unit, they're able to get well, the job
0: done. What's the safety? I forget. They have Simmons, Justin Simmons, I think, or no, who's oh. their safety? Oh, That's no, they have safety. well, they
1: have. I mean, I don't know if you want to call them a star, like they're they're um or russia Jeffers, simmons if that's who you were thinking of but
0: no i don't know justin simmons is on the denver broncos buddy. no i know i i i know the titans have like the best safety in football do they not uh i don't know about that kevin byard kevin byard okay that's who yeah. i was thinking of yeah, yeah. he's top three but yeah. like, regardless, Danico like names was what I was right. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean like Bud Dupree, Danico Autry, Kevin Byer, Christian Fulton, Jeffrey Simmons. These are all guys that really, if you add Harold Landry to this would be a very, very scary defense. Zach Cunningham, as well as hurt um, Caleb Farley, who's another sort of notable name, but this team could have actually been really, really good this year. I don't think they have any shot whatsoever at a Super Bowl run um well, kind of like last year the Titans were the one seed and they were really not nearly as good as the Chiefs and Bengals and Bills but i think it's a good team and they're deserving of a playoff spot they're deserving of the division win because definitely just, definitely yeah. deserving of the division win right i mean the Texas and jags just stink so but let's get on to number 9 number 9
1: we have the baltimore ravens i have them at number 10 tommy has them at number 8 and this is obviously on the heels of a another Heartbreaking loss. If you are a Baltimore Ravens fan, another um, another loss where you had a, a lead and you blew it and they had the chance to come back. And Justin Tucker's 67 yard field goal mm-hmm. was was just short, but you can't count on him to make those types of field goals every time in that kind of situation. So, um, Tommy, what are your thoughts on the Ravens?
0: Yeah, I mean, just talking about that game last week first, it was an incredible game to watch. I don't know if you actually saw any of it. Were you watching Red Zone? Yeah, it was a really good game. It was, it was just like Giants week one game against the Titans where they just went for the two and ended up getting it. Yeah. And then it was even better than that week one game because we knew the Ravens had Justin Tucker. Right. So we knew there was a chance. And even at that 67-yard kick, it looked good until it was just a terrible angle by the cameras. They should have given us behind the goalpost as opposed to behind Tucker. Um, but it ended up being about 10 yards short, which I really didn't expect at all. Uh, because it it looked good, I actually thought he hit it.
1: Yeah, it when when you look at it right off, right off of his foot, you look, I mean, I think guys on the the kicking unit, they look like it, it looked like it was going in, everyone thought it was going in, and then obviously it ended up being just short because it was right on target. I mean, I don't know how much stronger of a leg you can have than that,
0: but when you look at it right off of his foot, right. (laughs) uh but the ravens as a whole i don't really know what to make of them they're kind of they're kind of like the vikings to me except they're not executing as well yeah the offense is good enough the defense is good enough until it isn't and it's like it none of their wins have been convincing uh none of their losses have been convincing it's been kind of just like it's a close game 24 7 until they actually are 25 8 you know if you really want to get in the spirits but you, you never know who's going to win a Ravens game. And to me, that's, that's more of a bad thing than a good thing. I mean, it's obviously good for television, um, but it's bad for the Ravens in the, in the sense that they have so much talent. Um, but then again, you kind of start to see games like this. And, and for me, at least I had them going such a great record this season, 13 and four. Mm-hmm. And this past week, it was officially could no longer happen that they go 13 and four. Right. But I'm slowly, slowly recognizing like I thought they were a much more talented team than they really are. The defense has been hurt again, um, but even when it was healthy, it hasn't been as good. Lamar Jackson, who he was an MVP candidate for a few weeks to start the year. He's slowly falling off. Mark Andrews got hurt. That offense was horrendous because J.K. Dobbins is not what we thought he was. Rashad Bateman doesn't seem to be what we thought he was. Devin Duvernay, flashy here and there. But as a whole, this team is kind of hanging on for dear life. But they're they're somehow still hanging on. So you gotta have them where, where we have them. I think.
1: Really quick answer to this: Do you think um, Lamar Jackson? I know it's not all his fault, but his ability to not to be able to score points when they have the lead and and keep you know keep the pressure on the opposing defense. Do you think th- these types of performances are gonna end up causing him to lose out on that big contract
0: that he so desperately wants? I think there's a good chance of that, especially because he doesn't have an agent backing him. That's true. Um, it's it's going to be hard for him to argue on his own behalf with his own or leaders of his organization to keep it really quick for you, Jet. Thank you. All right, number number eight, <laughs> we have the Cincinnati Bengals, also
1: in this same division. I have them at number eight. Tommy has them at number seven. Obviously, big win for this team coming up, coming off a big win against the Tennessee Titans. Another team in the thick of the thi- in the thick of things within the AFC playoff picture, but the Cincinnati Bengals seems to expect to get back Jamar Chase this week. They do have a very tough schedule down the stretch, which starts this week with the Kansas City
0: Chiefs. What do you make of the Cincinnati Bengals? Well, the Bengals are bound to drop one to the Chiefs eventually. They beat them twice last season. I don't think they're going to come out and beat them a third straight time, but. Uh, regardless of that game, I think the Bengals are a really good team. I think Joe Burrow has been really, really quietly good all year. And I think he actually deserves some MVP consideration. If it wasn't for his four interceptions in week one, he would definitely be up in that in that talking of. But you know, things happen and he did throw four interceptions week one. So what? He's been good the rest of the year. Joe Mixon has been good. I don't is he he's supposed to be back this week, right? He's supposed so, to be, yeah. He's yeah, dealing with the
1: concussion. But. If
0: not this week, he'll be back next week. Chase is back. Higgins is playing. Um, Tyler Boyd has been a great complimentary piece, as he always has been throughout his career. Hayden Hurst has looked pretty decent. So the challenge is, yet again, with this Bengals team, the front five on the offense. And they're starting to slowly put it together. They Instead of the young route, they want the veteran route. It's a completely different O-line this year, but the veteran route kind of hasn't worked as much. But now that they're kind of – Getting chemistry together. It's looked better as of late. Uh defense, eh, Zach Taylor, shit. But he's get he's gotten better than he than uh he was last year in the playoffs. I'll give him that. But regardless, I think this is a very good Bengals team, and I think they actually have another shot at making a Super Bowl run. All right. Number seven, a team
1: that was really near the top of our power rankings for, or at least mine for most of the year, the Buffalo Bills. I have them at number six. Tommy has them at number nine. Um, obviously, the storyline for them has been Josh Allen dealing with whatever injury he has in his in his elbow. Whether no, yeah, was,
0: let's make an excuse for whether, him. Whether
1: whether it was you know something that could warrant some sort of Tommy John surgery. I don't I don't know what, what's going to happen with that. But obviously, they're coming off of that win against the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving and in a game that. They didn't win comfortably as as many people may have thought they were going to. And that's kind of been the story of the Bills. They haven't looked like as dominant as we expected these past couple of games. And that's kind of why they've fallen down these power rankings a little bit. And there's more concern with Von Miller hurt. and I don't think it's going to be a serious injury, but it's still something to keep an eye on. Tommy,
0: what are your thoughts on this Buffalo Bills team? I could talk about these scrubs all day, honestly. Let me, uh, let me go ahead and find the graphic that I put in our group chat. Because um, I want to read this to the people. Okay. Uh, you didn't have it prepared, huh? Didn't have it prepared. Didn't even think about it till just now, man. Shit. All right. I'll just have to look it up. <sighs> All right. So one of these guys is considered the problem on his NFL team. And he's kind of the joke, the butt of a long ongoing joke in the NFL. I'll reveal, and the other, well, secondly, and the other guy is considered, which I've never bought into this, 1A, 1B with Mahomes, or even worse, in Tony Romo's fucking deranged mind. Listen, Jim, this is going to be the next Peyton Manning Tom Brady. First of all, Peyton Manning Tom Brady there's a legitimate debate because Tom Brady had the wins, Peyton Manning had the stats. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes has the wins and the stats. Josh Allen <laughs> is just Josh Allen just fucking there. Josh Allen doesn't have anything. So obviously the other one of the guys is going to be Josh Allen, and you'll find out who the second quarterback to be named is after I give up their stats career. One of these guys has played four years, the others played five. The one that's played four years, thirteen thousand. 850 passing yards, 84 passing touchdowns, 41 interceptions, and a 92.5 passer rating. And the other one, Jet, and let me just say first, both of these guys have legitimate, uh, they can legitimately run the ball. So Josh Allen isn't better than him at running the ball either. It's not like a complete set apart. And then here's the other one, five years. 17,200 and no 17,300 passing yards, 126 touchdowns, 57 interceptions, and a 91 7 passer rating. One of these guys is 1A, 1B with Patrick Mahomes. One of these guys is the next Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. And the other one is, oh, he's never won on double XP Call of Duty weekend. Cliff and Kyler are never going to get it done. Guess what, Jet? How different are those stats?
1: Not that different.
0: Not fucking different in the slightest. And it, it, to me, I really don't understand. And like I said, if 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 Kyler Murray, you replace Kyler Murray with some you know white douchebag that can't run the ball, that's different. But Kyler Murray can run just as good as Josh can. Of course. So 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 what does Josh have that Kyler Murray does? Is it because he's taller? Is it because his, I, his surrounding I think cast people is argue the, the arm strength is is, right. is thin. but if it doesn't if it doesn't turn into stats then what's the difference?
1: No, I, I totally get it. and, and another another knock on Josh Allen, he's he he cannot hold on to the ball. Like his ball no, security and his no. ability to turn the ball over, interceptions, fumbles, whatever the case may be. And a quarterback, that's that's not something one that's not sustainable in the NFL.
0: Yep. And like I said, I could talk about this all day about how the Bills and Josh Allen are we we'll make overrated. a 25-8 short cast about it. We can. It'll have to be a 25-8 extended cast because here's, here's the difference between these two quarterbacks. I'll tell you the real difference, okay? Yeah. Josh Allen wins. Kyler Murray doesn't. So then we look at why this happens. Is it because Josh Allen is so much better than Kyler Murray? Absolutely not. We just looked at the stats. It's because Josh Allen has Sean McDermott, a top three defense, top three weapons, and a top three O line. Here's what Kyler Murray has: Cliff Kingsbury, a shit defense, a shit offensive line, and DeAndre Hopkins half of the year. That's that's the difference. Well, that's he does he does right have there. more
1: weapons than just DeAndre Hopkins. He does right. have he does but, have Hollywood Brown, he does have Robbie Anderson half the He does have James Connors. Robbie Conner.
0: Anderson is shit. James Connors. No,
1: he he does have the weapons, I think. And Maybe I know the the defense is awful, offensive line. But do you think if Kyler Murray? Because I don't I don't expect Cliff Kingsbury to last pass this year. Do you think if he gets a a coach that's good enough? Do you think, you know, Kyler Murray's play will
0: will show as and the, and the team will show as such? Uh, the, the thing is is it's not like I'm not even a Kyler Murray believer. Yeah. I'm just not a Josh Allen believer. Yeah. Like Kyler Murray obviously he's a top top sixteen quarterback in the NFL. Obviously Josh Allen is as well. Um, so I think if you take a good quarterback and, you know, not even using the term good loosely, they're both good quarterbacks Mm -hmm. and you surround them with good things, they're going to win just like Josh Allen has done. Josh Allen, you know, they say his first two years, he sucked and they say his next two years, he hasn't. The only thing that's changed between the first two years and the next two is how incredible his defense is and adding Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis to the mix. It's like... It's it's kind of clear, you know, why his play is elevated by so much. It wasn't just that he was shit three years ago, and now he's been great the past three. But
1: it's- you also have to acknowledge that he does have more so than a lot of quarterbacks in this league that big play ability to not only right. make the big oh, throw but to make to to I scramble agree. and and run for whatever chunk of yardage that he may need to. Yeah, like he does have certain traits that not every quarterback can say they have.
0: Yeah, and I was having a debate with some of Bills Bills fans, friends of mine. Um, they both were saying that they would draft Josh Allen first overall if the NFL did a complete redraft. And I was I was on the page of, yeah, he's he's going he's going top five. Yeah, but I named I named quite a few quarterbacks that I would take over. Josh Allen, if you'd care to who, hear them. Who are those
1: quarterbacks? Yeah, who are those quarterbacks?
0: Mahomes is, Mahomes is going one. I think it's ridiculous to say that he's not, regardless of Bills fans or not. Hmm. It's Mahomes and then some order of Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson. And then really? Josh Allen comes. Yes. And, I, and here's the thing I, I, I couldn't take Lamar or Herbert right now over, that's, over Josh that's Allen. That's fine. But look at. No, yeah, I can see that. Herbert hasn't been incredible this year, but again, it's the same thing. Josh Allen is playing with Singletary, Naeem Hines, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, Isaiah McKenzie, and this year Herbert's for the most part been playing with DeAndre Carter, Joshua Palmer, Gerald Everett. Of course, (laughs) it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference. And you know, like like Joe Burrow, but what what about Lamar? So much worse than Josh. Yeah, yeah, Lamar, for me, Lamar, he is going to, part of my argument with this was Josh Allen is not invincible, but he plays like he is and he's coached like he is. All it takes is one bad slip or one bad landing or one good hit by a big linebacker because the way he runs is like he's only going to ever run into cornerbacks which may be true so far in this career, but eventually he will get hit by a big defensive tackle blindside, or he will get hit by, you know, a mean linebacker, like a Fred Warner. And if it happens to be in the lower half of his body, he will miss extended time. He's not invincible. And that's the difference between him and Lamar. I think Lamar is honestly just as talented as Josh Allen. He can't throw the ball as far, but who cares about throwing the ball far? Um, because lamar is smarter and you know he sees what he has and he slides down and he takes his yards and he doesn't take these hits um, but that, that was regardless like like you could make an argument for josh over lamar for me but obviously i think burrow mahomes Hertz, and herbert are all hands down better candidates to be drafted in a complete nfl redraft before josh allen
1: okay Let's move on to number 6. The Minnesota Vikings, I have them at number 7. Tommy has them at number 5. They're coming off of that win against the Patriots on on Thursday night football. This was the week after they got absolutely destroyed by the Dallas Cowboys, and that's kind of the reason why I have I have them at 7. Um, I'm very concerned with their ability that they're going to be able to beat other playoff teams when the playoffs, you know, roll around. Now, I know they I know they beat the Buffalo Bills, but the Bills hadn't been playing well at that point, and they still are. And so, I mean, it, it was a big win for them, but there are still plenty of concerns. I would say more so um, with that offensive line now. I think they – I don't know the status of Christian Derrissaw, but he, I know he missed mm. last week's game, and I don't know what his status is going forward. And then the defense. I mean, you gave up, what, 25-plus points? It, it was like – it was in the 20s to the Patriots last yeah. week. And and that's, that's an offense that scored – Non offensively. They they won the game against the Jets the week before on a on a punt return. So to be able to give up that many points to an offense like that is, is concerning for the Vikings defense. But um 26 points. Okay. So what are what are your thoughts on this Minnesota Vikings team?
0: Yeah. Really, it's the same thing that I've been saying every time we talk about this team. It's like I had them winning the division and it was a hot take at that point. I had them, you know, being a two or three seed in the NFC. That was a hot take at that point, point. and I'm now lower on this team than I was when I when I when I said these things. I don't know if it's like a combination of the defense and offense don't work together on the same day, or if it's a combination of you know Kirk Cousins truly can't play after one o'clock. They just beat the Patriots at on eight, at an eight o'clock slot. Um, I don't know. I, I like the team. They can win games. They've clearly shown that. But I don't I don't think that they're going to – I don't think they're serious Super Bowl contenders. I don't deal as such.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I, I agree with all that. Um, and, and
0: their record is so good, it's strange to say, but it's like –
1: Yeah. No, of course.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, last year's Titans. Did you ever think they could win the Super Bowl? No. Or the year before, Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, it's true, though. It's like teams are not –
1: Playoffs, playoffs are when I when all that regular you know you gotta right. get to the playoffs, but right. then playoffs exactly. are just a totally different story. Yep. Um one more team before we do some jumbling. Number five, the San Francisco 49ers. <sighs> I have them at number five. Tommy has them at number six. Shut out the New Orleans Saints last week. Um, obviously that doesn't say much, but it just shows how good this they they have the best defense or one of the best defenses, I think, statistically in the NFL this year. And that's with all the injuries they had in the beginning of the year. Our guys like Nick Bosa, Fred Warner were missing time. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo has done just, you know, good enough. In, in place of no more Trey Lance because of injury, and the offense has looked good. I know there's some injury concerns now with McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, another MCL injury, and he'll he's going to be missing extended time. But there's a lot of things to like on this 49ers team. I think they are definitely better than the Vikings. That's why I have them ahead of the Vikings right now. Um, but what? Because you you have the Vikings ahead of the 49ers right now. So why, why is that?
0: Uh, I truly don't believe that the niners would beat the vikings in a head to really? scenario yeah i just i don't I, I wouldn't see that happening and and here's why the niners you can say what you want they just beat the saints shut them out the saints got 13 points <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like the niners had an, an incredible showing the saints defense is not good the saints defense gave up like 40 to Car- to arizona on a thursday night football game however many weeks ago um the Saints are not a good team to to judge like it was shut out by, um, but obviously I still have them at six. I'm not saying the Niners are trash, um, but a thought that I had was how badly do you think the Niners wish they still had DeForest Buckner? That I mean that was like a period of I guess they are in sell mode for whatever reason. Yeah. How crazy would that defense be if you had probably the best or you know top three defensive tackle in football? yeah to t- oh, whole holy yeah shit, and, and, you know and it's fortunate that the situation is in now but i know can't um, win a game for shit i'm actually gonna look what that first round pick was that the niners got because maybe they don't wish they still had them uh you go ahead and fill some airtime jet yeah
1: let, why don't we just go <laughs> to do some jumbling while you're
0: wow. uh, okay
1: yeah, yeah no you'll just you'll you'll just ask ken in the background i think he's under your, your chair right now um Top four teams in our Consensus NFL Power Rankings, Kansas City Chiefs at number one, Philadelphia Eagles at number two, Dallas Cowboys at number three, and the Miami Dolphins, my Miami Dolphins at number four. Tommy and I are in agreement on each of those four teams. Tommy, do you want to want to talk about a specific team here or you want to just
0: go four to one here? So they got Javon Kenlaw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's kind of yeah. worked out. Yeah, yeah. kind of worked out. Go ahead, jumble. Um.
1: Yeah, I, I think for <laughs> I, for me, I'm gonna talk about my Miami, Dol- my Miami Dolphins. Obviously, this this week is. I a, didn't
0: even hear what you said. So is it is it's okay? It's a it's a
1: huge <laughs> test going to San Francisco across the country to play the 49ers who, um who I I believe are a very good team. I also believe the Dolphins are a very good team, and this obviously is a reunion for guys like Mike McDaniel, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, a ton of 49ers guys. Wes Walker was the wide receivers coach or one of the coaches with the 49ers, I believe. Um, So it, it should be a very entertaining game. This Dolphins team is in a great spot. I know people are going to say, oh, they just beat the Texans and Bears and Lions the past several weeks. People forget what happened early on in the season when they beat the Bills and the Ravens and the Patriots in those those first couple of weeks. Don't say, Don't say are. the
0: Patriots.
1: The Patriots are a good team. Don't say the Patriots. The Patriots are a good team. At what? At what? Huh?
0: What are they good at? Defense.
1: Defense wins championships. Uh, the Dolphins do have some concerns especially on the offensive line. It still grades out as one of the worst offensive lines in the league, but having Teron Armstead out for the foreseeable future is going to hurt. Um, Obviously, Tommy's going to make a joke about it, not not affecting Tua's blind side, but obviously you haven't been paying attention enough to know how, how big of an impact Teron Armstead has had on this offensive line. And, and, Obviously two is playing at a high level. He deserves to be in the MVP conversation. Coaching matters. You needed you needed <laughs> someone to believe in him. He has someone, and it has been all the difference.
0: Not much jumbling going on, you know, from what I'm no, from what I'm hearing to... on this side of the <laughs> on this side of the internet. But I guess we could consider that a jumble. But you know, <clears throat> here's the thing, I still take Brian Flores over Mike McDaniel to this day. Oh my God. And I think that's it's so clear. bad. I think that's it's pretty so... clear why. That's so um, bad. Why he got cut. And it's actually disgusting. And it's, That's so it's, bad. It's, it's so bad. To hear. Um, Nothing I right. Say, we're, we're moving on. We're moving I wouldn't on. say two is an MVP candidate. He is. Currently. He definitely well, is. no.
1: He's in I the top three. Yes.
0: So here's the thing. No. Yes. No. Yes, absolutely. You want to hear absolutely.
1: top three? He's, he's extremely valuable. You Mahomes? Can, it's, just, it's, just, it's just telling. It's just telling based on the fact when he was not on the lineup how bad this Dolphins team was. Mahomes? Hurts? And Tua. What? Yes, absolutely. Are you actually serious? You absolutely. Actually serious? absolutely. He, he, 100%, he 100% deserves to be in that top three. I, and I'm not just saying it because I'm a Joe Dolphins. Burrow? Tua deserves it more than Joe Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow? Absolutely, Tua deserves Where more are Talking about value, you're not you're not just talking about stats. Look at look at what Tua has done all year. He's thrown what three interceptions. I think he has over 20 touchdowns. Even th- even though the numbers aren't at the level of Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, you take him out of the lineup, you can you can you can say that Teddy Bridgewater would do Burrow. the same. You can say that Skylar Thompson would do the same. But Tua <laughs> and this offense has been unstoppable this year, and obviously you haven't watched enough Dolphins games to realize that. It sounds
0: like you're a Dolphins fan, dude.
1: No. A... Let's let's look at the odds because I know I know All for right, sure who's, Tua Tua has who's higher odds than,
0: than Joe Burrow I right now. So. Yeah, because Joe Burrow is a disrespected quarterback. Stop. He is
1: currently the, very... the, the currently the top three in in uh, Vegas odds for NFL MVP is Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, so on. <laughs> Where's Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan
0: Taylor, stop. <laughs> He's not even on this list. Tyree Kill deserves it more than two Tua does. I hope we all can that, realize that and agree that's with a that. Lot. No, no. Who's number
1: three? Let's just jumble up three because we've been doing this for a while. We're supposed um, to be
0: jumbling up all four, but yeah, you, got, uh, you the, got
1: a little passionate. No, no, because I, I I jumble up the the first four and ask you, you know, what do you want to do? And uh, Javon Kinlaw. Um, <laughs> yeah um chiefs at one eagles at two cowboys at three anything you want to talk about there
0: um yeah you could honestly make a case for the cowboys over the eagles at some point here but i would consider i just i i don't want to see the cowboys in the super bowl that's that's my only comment my only comment. We all Bill, we all know how the Cowboys'
1: season's gonna
0: end, right? No, it, yeah.
1: it, it always it's
0: it's, it's never burning flames at the feet of Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> so,
1: um, and then Chiefs, they're I think it's it's pretty clear they are the best team in the league. I think yeah. there's there's much a little the bit Dolphins. of yeah, they they are they it's are good. better than the Dolphins. That's that's much. not a question much. Nah, we'll we'll see come playoff time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the chief i think between the chiefs and the eagles i think there is a little bit of separation there um what the chiefs have been able to do um
0: it's been been fun
1: to watch so
0: no it has been pretty fun to watch man so let's go update ahead alert again. nope update alert okay
1: let's get to our um it's been a while it's
0: yeah been a it's while. been
1: it's it's been a while last um, time we were
0: here you were in the lead so Last
1: time, last <laughs> time we were here, I I was in fact in the lead, and I you know it's 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 tough to say even even with uh, even with myself having a better week, last week uh, the week before kind of screwed me over. So I am at a two game deficit to Tommy right now. Wow. I'm ninety nine 78 and one. Tommy is one hundred and one seventy six and one. Um, this
0: is that last... sounds really good actually.
1: Those are last... good records
0: by both of us. Kudos. Yeah. To that.
1: Last week I went twelve and four. Tommy went eleven and five. He um, missed the three underdog underdog minimum, so that <laughs> lost that lost him a half a point. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the Tommy has a, a slight edge over me. We'll see if that holds up. I mean things things are always changing in this environment. I know way back when in the underdog picks, um, what goes
0: up must come down. And, it, and what's, it's the, pretty... uh, what's the what's uh, the underdog pick? total
1: yeah and then for our underdog picks i currently stand at 18 and 27 and tommy stands at 20 and 27 so i'm in the win column he has a, a two two win lead over me like i said before what goes up must come down and and tr- i like to follow trends and i i like to think that i'll be trending up these next couple of weeks but um for our for our player prop well picks, so do you want
0: to have an idea yeah do you want to go ahead and give ourselves a win for the Colts' stupid tie? I don't think that's a good idea. We should just 102, keep 102-76 versus no. 100. It's a, the, tie, a tie is a tie, but we can You may never get to the 100-win threshold, though.
1: I will. <laughs> no. You don't know. You don't know I, know. I know by picking the Dolphins the rest of the season, they'll guarantee at least <laughs> four wins there. So, All right, man. Suit yourself, man. All right, player prop pick standings okay um tommy also has the lead here of course um, i do 63 and 63 for myself tommy has a record of 71 and 55 i will say however i've been putting my player prop picks um out out into the real world on on our
0: friends over at
1: prize picks and i've done yet here's done the pretty issue. well
0: so far here's the issue i've been doing this all year and that's why i've got a greater return My return on investment is through the roof. And that's why I'm leading in all three pick categories. You're slowly starting to get a better record in the player props, and I'm proud of you. You know, keep doing your thing. But uh, it's pretty evident that you you weren't really standing by your picks through and through to begin the year.
1: Fair enough. Um, Do you want to get into the Thursday Night Football preview now? We can if you want, man. Let's do it, man. Uh, we got we got a good game. I think I think this this should be a good game. We got an AFC East division rival game. We got the Buffalo Bills going all the way over to New England to face the New England Patriots. Bills are eight and three. Patriots are six and five. This game is going to be on Amazon Prime Video. The Bills are favored by three and a half. Eight fifteen Eastern time on Thursday, December first. Tommy, what do you make of this game?
0: um well first i'd like to mention that this will be a gillette stadium uh you forgot to you know tell uh, i, did, about I did forget to mention guys. that yes gillette stadium in foxborough massachusetts correct um you can watch it on dazn or amazon prime video last time these two teams met was january 15th of 2022 where buffalo did best new england by 30 points in a 47 17 slugfest in the first round of the playoffs but um yeah, a lot of injuries on the Bills side heading into this one. You know, obviously Micah Hyde's been out all year. Von Miller will now miss this game. Um that's that's two big blows on defense that you know they never want to have to deal with. I am actually going to rock with the Bills here. I don't see any honestly, I don't see any world where the Patriots actually win this game. I don't I can't see the Patriots beating Buffalo. I,
1: I definitely see a world where patriots beat the bills but i'm not going to be living in this world or that world for this game i think the bills win this game i, I don't think it's going to be a blowout i don't think it's going to be like in the playoffs last year um or matchups in the past i think the patriots will be able to keep it close with their defense we know bill belichick knows how to scheme against any team and i think he'll be able to neutralize stefan Diggs in, in some way but the Bills will have the last laugh because the Patriots' offense, I don't think, is going to be able to string many successful drives together, which will end up resulting in a Buffalo Bills win
0: on the road. Yeah, I mean, looking at the matchup, the Bills every single game have outscored the Patriots by a touchdown this year. Um, just basically on, on the averages, and you know, the Bills scoring twenty-eight points a game, and the Patriots only scoring twenty-one. I just don't see. A world where that changes, yeah. The Patriots defense is good and it's hard to win in Foxborough and all these things. Bill Belichick's defense, blah 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 blah. Me hating on the Bills offense, blah blah blah. It ain't happening. So you know, you can go ahead and take that minus three and a half to the bank. Would you agree? Absolutely. I I totally
1: agree. Um, I, I think I think this game will be within ten
0: points but it'll be
1: enough for the Bills to cover.
0: And I think the game also goes over 43-and-a-half, Jet. What do you think?
1: I'm in agreement with that. I think we're looking at – I'm going to say a 27-21 victory for the Buffalo
0: Bills. This is one of the few overs I have taken on Thursday night games this year, and I'm excited to hopefully be right about this. If I'm not, you know, it's another day in the office for Amazon Prime football, but you know we can hope, Jet. We can hope. We can hope, but we gotta believe as well. So there's actually a big difference between the two.
1: Of course, but that's why I said we we also have to believe.
0: No, I know it's, it's um. To
1: your point, I'm agreeing with you. Okay, player prop picks via our friends at Prize Picks. Yeah. Tommy, talk about this three-legged player prop <laughs> pick you have for us
0: yeah my three leg prop i'm going three first half picks jet okay and this is a guaranteed winner you guys have to ride with, a guaranteed winner you guys have to ride with me <laughs> i am going with gabe davis first half to have less than 24 and a half receiving yards okay i'm expecting a slow start for buffalo's offense and gabe davis hasn't really been super involved anyway uh unless you know the game's on the line and that's been true for his whole career which is kind of weird uh and then i'm going josh allen more than twenty-two and a half rushing yards in the first half to me that's that's one or two josh allen runs and then finally i'm going Ramondre stevenson to have less than 30.5 rushing yards in the first half Jet. what was the number for gabe davis Twenty-four and a half.
1: And this
0: and is all first under. this is all first half correct all first half sir
1: and the okay, gotcha. And they were they were all under or Josh Allen was over?
0: Josh Allen was over, sure. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Interesting, interesting. Um, I know you love these these first half um player prop picks. I I'll be going a different direction here. I'm doing a full game. I've had more success with the the full game. What's the sample profit. size? It's a, it's a very small sample size. I, I was <laughs> gonna add that in, but you know, I like to. I'm a, I'm a trend guy. <laughs> trend guy. And I like to. I like to. Stick with uh. um, so for me, um, I, I have one of the same players. Where I'm gonna start off with Ramondre Stevenson, talking about his receiving yards, and and in the whole game, I'm gonna say that he has more. Then 31 and a half receiving yards. We know Mac Jones loves to check down the ball to him. No Damian Harris. Um, ball's going to be thrown his way. And I feel he'll have no problem eclipsing that number. Next, Nick Folk. Um, I'm going to take the over on one and a half field goals made. This is a guy that is going to get his, his work, especially when the Patriots and Mac Jones struggle to move the ball when they get to the opposition's side of the field. And then Stefan Diggs. I'm going less. This one, this is a tricky one, less than six and a half receptions. Um, I can see the Patriots neutralizing him a little bit. I'm not going to say that it's not going to have a good game at all. I think it's very possible he finds the end zone, but it's the type of thing where I think maybe that the Patriots force Josh Allen to throw, other, throw two other guys on the field, like Gabe Davis, like Isaiah McKenzie, like some of the running backs out of the backfield as well. So I'm going to take less than six and a half for his – Receptions, locking in. All right, Jet. How much are you throwing on this one? I'm throwing in fifteen American dollars.
0: I thought you had the memo. We we're supposed to add a zero or two. Oh. Um, well, How I'll make up for that? Uh, What? How much are you throwing on that?
1: 150
0: American dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing 162.50 on mine. I did go with the flex play to win $365.60. I don't know. Are you flex or powering it? I'm flexing it. I'm flexing it. Okay. Okay. So about f- 1500 to win what?
1: Um, yours was. I'm asking
0: what yours is. Oh, oh, is, oh, it uh, sounds like we haven't locked it in. It
1: sounds like we no, haven't no, really it's locked right it in. Here. Mine's, mine's wow. 15, mine's, mine's 15 to win
0: 33 30 75. I don't know. You guys at home can you know, determine if it sounds like that's locked in or not. I think that's that <laughs> it's does definitely, not sound locked in. It's Show, definitely the screen. Locked Show the screen, in, then. Show the screen. Show it locked in. Uh,
1: it's not locked in, man. It's locked in, man.
0: All right, Jet, you know what time it is, don't you? Yeah, time to wrap it up and get out of here, man. No, I've just sent you an encrypted text with the word of the day. <laughs> Go ahead and take her on for me. <laughs> 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 oh, right. It's, it's good to be
1: back, guys, as always. The hiatus was, uh, <laughs> the hiatus was good. Um, <laughs> so, Boognish. Boognish is our <laughs> word of the day. Boognish. For the pronunciation. Um, uh the Pugnish is a demon god who has appeared thrice to the Prophet brothers <laughs> Dean and Jean Ween. <laughs> it resides somewhere outside the orbital buffer. Well, here's the thing though. So tradition okay. has it that this entity holds a scepter in each hand. One of wealth <laughs> and then one of power. Okay. Um, you can get ver- you can get bouganishes um you can get it as a tattoo you get like the picture of it you can get a bouganish it's a it's a little design a bouganish as a tattoo some merch art um but mainly mainly what dean and gene Ween, you know were, <laughs> were, we're we're trying to you know accomplish here gene actually worked at a local fast food joint i don't know if you've heard of it el taco loco before he um designed Ween, wean is a website by the way so it's named after their their last name um he was also a the lead singer i uh, also known, he was his is also known as G- uh, Gener. Gener <laughs> is his his um art artist name he co-founded a band called um the band is not named here but he released a song called marvelous clouds in in 2012 and around this time he ended up using the name Gener. um he once said. In, he once said in in an interview with Now Magazine, all that jam band shit makes him want to puke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Booganish, part of so. Ween. So I got a lot of background. Can you? I'm not really too sure what the actual is. The actual definition. Can... Yeah, what's the yeah? Actual it's, definition? it's a it's a
1: de- it's a demon god who has appeared thrice to the Prophet Brothers DNG and Ween. <laughs>
0: You, you mind if we get a sample of Marvelous Clouds on here to <laughs> hear what, yeah, absolutely Marvelous Clouds uh, Mar- by Gina.
1: <laughs> Marvelous
0: Clouds by Gina. I hope you're listening because you it's obviously 7.8 thousand views. Not you might be new to discovering this man. Comments are turned off. Can you hear that well? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Boognish. Boognish. Gene
0: Ween. we Uh We get the idea, though. That's we the idea. Gene, Gene Ween's Marvelous Cloud, uh, <laughs> deriving from the word Boognish, and, you know, thrice getting attacked by the Gene Ween-Dean brothers. Uh, <laughs> you know you guys could do your own research on these things we're not experts obviously Exactly. exactly. Uh, we just provide a little bit of insight into right that. exactly just like the uh gooch valve <laughs> exactly exactly what, exactly what was the other one it was like a tank um, turn or something <laughs> <laughs> um
1: well motion whatever lo- yes yeah, uh, uh, link
0: uh stevenson where, link where, there stevenson it is <laughs> <Stevenson Link. laughs> But yeah, you
1: guys. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, you guys. You know, looked into that a little bit more. I think based right. on our last episode's numbers.
0: No, a lot of people just, did. A lot of a lot of, uh, a lot of people. Hopefully, people did.
1: hopefully, uh, it's actually
0: it. funny to think about uh, that. That was one of our best listener turnouts, and that's what they heard towards the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, we um, You know, like like I said, you know, full disclaimer: we are not experts on any of this stuff. Absolutely. This is all to get you guys involved. And we're on the we, internet, learn some things. we're in no way we're not affiliated with Gene, Gene
1: no, and no, no, we're no, we no, are not no, no. affiliated. we're just no, you know, no, no, and we didn't
0: art, yeah. we have nothing to do with daniel gocher or, right. or we we don't
1: we don't endorse demon gods,
0: um no, no, absolutely not. No, heavens no yeah, um, and you know jet I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but you know jets religion doesn't endorse any gods, absolutely yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Twenty Five Eight Sportscast, Episode Sixty Two. It's a crazy ride so far. See you so in here's two. Here's an weeks. idea. Here's an idea, Jet and I threw around. Either for Episode One Hundred, or we're gonna do an episode on our one year anniversary. We will film an episode where we are both twenty one, where we're intoxicated. And I think, and obviously, like it's not gonna be like a BS episode. We could do one of those in the future um but we're just gonna try to talk about normal stuff you know sports structure (laughs) word of the day and uh we'll just get a little bit intoxicated so yeah we've thrown around the idea let us know what you think may have some grays in my hair
1: by the time we get to episode 100 but i'm (laughs) you know excited for the road ahead no we'll be there
0: quickly man our one-year anniversary is coming actually it is around super bowl time let me uh does it say the dates on our episodes absolutely man Last thing before I get out of here. Yeah, let me let me let me pull that up for you, man. We are
1: we are looking at um, February eighth was our episode release of episode one, the NBA Power Rankings. That was slightly after the first step,
0: episode zero. <laughs> well, February sixth then. So it's coming kind of close. We really are close, Jet. We are very close. Uh... We'll, we'll get an intoxicated episode, in absolutely, man. Sometime. All right, guys. Maybe we'll film one while high as well. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, y'all. See you, have man. Have a good one, y'all. I'm Tommy. That was Jet. Y'all have a good one, y'all. Stay safe, y'all. Boognish. Boognish.